D-Ready, good morning. You're here to do the story behind the song today and I'm really looking forward to it because I, I know what it is. But tell us anyway, tell the listeners. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is such a great song. It's Killing Me Softly with his song, um, which came out on the Fuji's uh, album, The Score, in 1996. But yeah. it was, of course, a cover. Um, and it was originally recorded uh, way, way back in 1972, uh, first by a young lady called Laurie Lieberman, who was a 19-year-old singer-songwriter who had kind of a funny relationship with the two songwriters, Norman Gimbel and Charles Fox. Uh, she was actually in a relationship with Gimbel, who was married and 44 and significantly older than her. And they basically had a deal with her where they would write her songs and produce her music. Um, and they would they would get the songwriting credit. And obviously then she, she I think she had to give them like 20% of her earnings as well. But it, it's, it's a strange relationship because she never got songwriting credit on any of the stuff that they did together. But a lot of the songs were based on her diaries and poetry that she had written, including this song, Killing Me Softly, which she wrote. Well, she she wrote a poem having gone to see Don McLean play in the Troubadour. And so the, 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 the experience that she describes and the person that she is talking about when she sings it is actually Don McLean. And it's that song, Empty Chairs. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Uh, I think I am. Yeah, I love Don McLean. Uh, but this yeah. is a, this is interesting. You bring this up because whenever uh, there isn't a, I always thought it was a slightly apocryphal story that Roberta Flack, who recorded uh, "Killing Me Softly," that she was the one who had gone to see Don McLean. But that's not true. It's actually Laurie yeah. Lieberman. Yeah. And it's funny because we were always massive fans of Don McLean when I was a kid. Like, mum would have played the American Pie album mm. a lot in the car, like bringing us on school runs and stuff like that. And Empty Chairs, the song that inspired this song, is actually on that album. And it is a stunning, stunning song. So I remember when the Fuji's version was released, because that was a huge, huge hit. My mother telling me that Roberta Flack had written it um, inspired by Don McLean. But as we now know, it was actually Laurie Lieberman. Right. Um, it wasn't a hit for her though, which which was kind of a shame. But it's a very very different version. Uh, it's 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 a lot flatter actually, to be perfectly honest with you. Roberta Flack then heard the song the following year. She was actually on an airplane, and Larry Lieberman's version was part of the in-flight entertainment. And Roberta Flack heard it, fell in love with it immediately, and started actually wor working on it while she was on the flight. So she actually did quite a bit of work to the song's arrangement and actually changed part of the chord structure. She actually had like a, a kind of classical background. So she, 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 what she did in how she changed the songs, um, I think like she even changes it to end on a major, major chord. Mm. What she did actually kind of fundamentally changes the song and it becomes much closer to the version that we're talking about now, the Fuji's one, because the Fuji's cover is a cover of Roberta Flack's version. It's not a cover of Larry Lieberman's version. And I think it's kind of important to realize that. But she released it in 1973 and it was a huge hit. Yeah. I think... It was number one in the US for five consecutive weeks, okay. which was actually like that was the that was the most um, number of weeks that yes. any song had that year. Yeah. Um, but like she she almost didn't record it though. She was working on it and performed a gig with um, Marvin Gaye, and she kind of she needed a song for after the encore, and she's like, oh, I'm 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 working on this song. 
she sang it and Marvin Gaye was like, you girl, you need to record that song and you need to not perform it again until you do. But anyway, that takes us. Um, so that was a huge hit then. Then obviously the Fugees recorded it almost as an afterthought for the score. So they had pretty much finished recording of that album and they decided that they needed one more track and they were going to let Lauren Hill obviously take centre stage on it. And this was the song that they recorded, having heard Roberta Flack's version. But it was such a phenomenal success that they actually had to pull the single from being on sale to allow their next single to be released Mm. because they were worried that it was cannibalising the charts Mm. so much, which is really really unusual and like like it's a real testament to the success of that version um but yeah and and obviously they they also sampled i think a tribe called quest on their version Mm -hmm. but it is i have to say of all the three versions the fuji's one to me is just perfection is that the one with Um, the um video as well that's quite memorable is it in the um yeah in a movie theater is that right that's that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they actually they wanted to change the lyrics to the song. They had actually they they'd written up lyrics that they wa- they wanted to make it anti-drugs and anti-poverty. But actually Gimbal and Fox refused to let the Fugees change the lyrics. So they recorded it with the original ones. Um and I'm so glad they do because like it it, it was an instant classic, I think is probably fair to say and it like that year 1996 it was probably one of the most played songs on Irish radio anyway because yeah. you, you, could, you couldn't escape it but it's it's an absolutely fantastic song with fantastic lyrics strumming my pain with his yeah. fingers singing my life with his words killing me softly with his song killing me softly other um, lyrics like it's uh, just yeah. yeah it's just gorgeous and like when you go back to the original Don McLean song Empty Chairs that, insp- that inspired those lyrics like the, the, the lyrics of that song are just so gorgeous like I think before I even understood what loss was, I knew I, I I felt like I understood it because of that song. There's like there's a line in it where it's like evening brings the memories I can't forget, empty rooms that echo as I climb the stairs, and an empty clothes that drape and fall on empty chairs. So you can see with those lyrics how how gut wrenching. Give us the, um, the yeah. Give us D. Give us a, Lauren Hill herself is interesting as well. Give us a minute or so on her. Yeah, so, I mean, like, Lauren had, like, a a, a huge success after the Fugees and after the score with uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill, which up until pretty recently, I think, was the the, uh, most successful um, solo album by any female artist of all time. Um, But she had, she had a really, really tough time of it, Mario. Like, so she had huge success with the Fugees, then she had huge success with that album, but she actually got like a really, really tough time in the press. And she's one of those people where I wonder if she kind of came to the fore today with people's different understanding um, of the challenges that she would face as a, as a black woman, as a single mother. Um, I, I think she would be probably a lot more successful today and people would listen a lot more to what she had to say. She got an awful, awful lot of abuse uh, for things that she had said around race, um, which like someone claimed, I think, in, on a Howard Stern radio show that she'd said that she didn't want white people listening to her music. She never actually said that. What she said was something more along the lines of she wanted young black girls to listen to her music and be inspired. So like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with saying that. Um, but be, be, this rumor kind of took hold and it really it derailed her career for a number of years. People had this notion that she was... Um, 
that she was racist in, to, to some extent and she, like I, I just think it's such a shame and I, I, I'd, I'd love to see her make a comeback or release another album um, because she was a phenomenal voice um, like singing voice but also her lyrics and the, the, the themes that she covered in her music about the experiences that she had as a woman were, were so inspiring and certainly to me as a teenager like mm. I got a lot an awful lot out of them Terrific stuff, Dee. Thank you very much. Um, Dee, all that remains now is introduce this great song. Yeah, great. Here is the Fuji's Killing Me Softly. Strumming my pain with his fingers Singing my life with his words 